Okay. Um, how you guys want to start this? How you want to fuck this pig? Guys? Oh, man. I could tell my story. Oh, uh, yeah. You want some sort of badass music? Are we recording now? We're recording now. We're just co- we're going right into it nowadays. Hot takes. Okay. How about at the end of my story, you come in with the old school Boom, boom, ch- oh, boom, okay. Boom, ch- boom. I feel you, dog. I got you. Let me find it. You you start your story though. Yeah. So uh, episode two sixteen. So I was doing my Austin two sixteen. <laughs> been doing my chores like late at night or like in the middle of the night, like because it's cool for several reasons. It's cooler, and the sheep can't see to to try to steal the pig food. Right on. Yeah. So it's just a way of outsmarting them. I would never have thought that was an issue. Uh, oh, they're they're, they're ravenous. Uh, but so I so I went out and you know drove my truck out to where the pigs are in the woods, where my sow and her piglets are. You know, like normal. And then I'm feeding them, and you know the headlights are shining through the trees so that I can sort of see. I point the truck in, the, in that direction, and I see fucking. I see two fucking bright yellow eyes and, and a fucking, like a four-legged animal about the size of Bub. I, could, I just kind of saw the shape of it. And I saw inside the pig pen. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Like, I didn't know. First, I thought it's probably a dog. It could be a mountain lion. You know, I do, couldn't really see. Mountain lion? And then I heard, well, just this based on the size of it, I was just like, worst case scenario, that's what it is. But I thought that's probably a dog. It's usually almost always what Could it be is. a coyote. Could have been a coyote. I thought coyote. I thought dog. And I didn't know how many there were. I just saw one. Usually when you see one, there's usually a pack. And so, uh, so it's like, oh, fuck. And then, and then, um, and then all of a sudden my, I heard, I saw it running around and heard my piglets squealing. It was chasing my piglets, trying to eat my fucking piglets. And so I was like, oh, fuck. I, was, I, I wasn't armed or anything. I didn't have anything. Bub started fucking freaking out and he was outside of the electric fence because he, he's afraid of the fence. But he was giving hell. I was, I was like, okay. And then I heard my sow just start fucking, you know, she came and fucking started defending her babies, but they were scattered everywhere and it was just a fucking mess. So I go, I, I calmly walk back to the house. I'm not going to run in the dark. So I said, like, calmly walk. I go get my, I get my 38 revolver that has like a laser sight and my mag light. I was like, I'm going to have to go shoot some sons of bitches if my sow doesn't kill it first. So I go, I go walking, you know, ready to kill. And as I, as I'm walking back up to where they were, I look beside my, Bub's sitting there like sniffing this dog and this fucking hound dog, this walker hound is sitting beside the door of my truck. He saw my truck and came to it. And he's got like six fucking collars on and some kind of electrical gadget, some kind of gear on with like a fucking shot collar. And it looked like he had like broken out, like chewed through a cable and gotten out. And I was like, this is a dog that lives on a leash that chewed out and Mm -hmm. it's just coming fucking with my piglets. And I was like, okay, hey, buddy. And, you know, kind of felt him out. And he was like, he's friendly. I'm petting him. So, okay, get in the truck. Open my door and kind of say, bub, get in the truck. And I kind of like, he, he kind of wants to get in. And I just pick him up and throw him in the truck. Shut the door. Then I go take the light, checking all my piglets. You know, looking for, first I checked his mouth for blood because I was going to take pictures of it. And then I went and looked, up, looked at my piglets. I didn't see, nobody was limping. I didn't see blood. Everybody's okay. Um. Sal's calmed down. She's starting to eat. Um, she's freaked out for sure. And I go back, and then I see these fucking side by sides going on my road, going back and forth. I oh, hear, hell oh. no! And I was like, okay. 
So I go, so I, so, and they, and I'm like shining my light at them, trying to signal them, like, hey, your dog's over here, you fucking piece of shit. And, um, and they wouldn't come over and they just stopped like, like a little ways up creek from my property and we're just hollering for their dog, trying to get them to come back. And he's in my cab, barking, woo, 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 woo. Their dog is in your yeah, cab. Yeah, in my yeah. cab. And they can kind of probably hear it. And so I, so I get in the truck. And put it in four low and wing, <laughs> take take the off road way down and and go over. The West to him. Virginia really came out in you. Yeah, and, <laughs> and go and go over to him, and I stop in the truck and I just open the door and like sh- shove their dog out, and the guy's just like, you know, they're just there's like probably four of them seeing they're holding their big fucking short barreled bear guns, and uh, were, they, were they out bear hunting? Probably. <laughs> we're, we're we're getting there. Can you do that? So that's a different thing. So. I go up to the guy, the ringleader, who you know, walks up to me, he's like, ooh, you know, big eyed and just dopey looking motherfucker. And I'm just like, it's like, yeah, um, I didn't kill him. I said, you're welcome. <laughs> I said, oh, 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 yeah, he was, a, he was trying to tree a bear. They said that there was a bear out there. I said, well, there was a, there's sure. I was like, I said, your dog was trying to eat my piglets. And I, and my sow almost killed him. And if she wasn't going to do it, I was about to fucking kill him. Said, you're welcome. I didn't kill your dog. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, yeah. and, and the uh, four guys, they, there's like a posse of them, like a fucking group of banditos. This is how they fucking roll because they're too cowardly to hunt by themselves. But, um, and so I was just like, I said, um, I said, well, there was a bear. I was like, I was like, okay, so you're, you're hunting bear in the middle of the night on private property without permission. And you're acting like you're doing me some kind of fucking community service. He said, "Well, well, they said there was a bear." He just kept saying there what they was a bear. I said, "Well, I said, well, the bear wasn't trying to eat my piglets, but your dog was." And I pulled my gun out of my pocket and like showed it to him, like he'd show it, like a deck of cards. He's like, "I almost just shot your fucking dog." Mm-hmm. So I said, "Keep him off my property." And I looked right now, and then I turned around, got back in the truck with Bub, and went back home. We went to bed. Actually, I went back home and did, did, did a couple shots of tequila to calm down. <laughs> but uh, the moral of the story is, that's why I'm Laurel Creek's most dangerous man. <laughs> oh, hell yeah! <laughs> I know you specifically requested the classic theme song. But no, you're getting so <laughs> cold, Steve Austin, baby. Actually, fits pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Hell yeah. Just normal, normal farm shit. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just normal farm. Just shit. a normal night. Yeah. Fuck it. Fucking people letting their fucking terrorist dog just fucking rampage around my neighborhood, <laughs> attacking whatever the fuck it wants to attack without permission. And, and they're like riding around in side by sides like like fucking Mad Max banditos with bear guns yeah. in the middle of the fucking night in the summer, and acting like they're doing some kind of fucking community service by killing black bears, as if they're. Uh, I've never. I, I've there's never, not a pro- black bear I, problem. I've never seen a black bear <laughs> on my problem on my property. They've never threatened me or bothered me and, in any way. Your sow could take care of a black bear. He won't. No, the the, the bears are are scared of my pig. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they I mean, they even if they, even if they even if it would attack something, a sow is more as a match and more for a black bear. Aren't they more? Aren't uh, black bears more uh, vegetarian anyway? Well, they're they're like opportunists. They're scavengers. Yeah, they, they look for dead things and nuts and things like that. They'll fight and kill if they're defending their baby or if they're yeah. starving. And. Fuck. They're, they're pretty but timid. I've never fucking seen one. I've, I've almost never seen scat. They never fuck with my animals. They never fuck with me. 
but, the, but they was a bear. They was they a bear. Was a bear. <laughs> and you guys are fucking, fucking like, what's that? What's that fucking cartoon hunter? Fucking Elmer Fudd, motherfuckers, <laughs> with these bear guns in the middle of the night. Like, what are you gonna do? The, your dog trees a bear in someone's yard. You're just gonna go on, to, walk by their that's house. That's a good way to catch catch some leads. And that's that's, yes. that's why I show you the you know show you what I've got. It's like I'm not fucking around. If I see a bunch of stupid motherfuckers on my property with guns. You know, I might I might switch to the thirty man. It's coitin' for you. It's coitin'. Coitin'. Like I will fucking shoot. He's like you, you. You guys might wind up killing me, but I guarantee you, I'm taking at least three of you motherfuckers with me. Jesus Christ! Damn. God. I don't fuck want. I don't want you in my holler. Like get the fuck out of my. I don't know who you are. You didn't ask for permission. Like fuck you. Fuck. Schwammo. Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting. I feel like we've all been cucked by John now. <laughs> <laughs> the bipolar rock and roll of the Sultan of Slits Godfather Gash, episode 216 of Pillow Fort Radio slash the Don Blankenship Experience slash the John Morgan Power Hour. <laughs> Laurel Craig's most dangerous man. <laughs> they was a bear. So powerful, it's one hour, but he makes it equal two. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm thinking after this, after a while, it's like, they was a bear. It's like, are you sure that your dog just hasn't been fucking stalking my pigs for several nights in a sure. row, thinking that my pigs were a bear because it's easily to mistake them? And at night, they look and sound just like a bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and you're just insane. you're letting your dog just rampage all over my property. You know what I mean? What they were probably trying to do is get in, get in there on the sneak tip while you were gone and uh, get yourself some pork. Get some pork. These motherfuckers. No, that's a that's a great way to die. Yeah. No, they were because this is the thing. Like I see them, you know. They this is a thing that people do. Sometimes it's sometimes they'll they use the same kind of dogs to hunt coons. Yeah, and you'll see them with like the dog cages, like in the back of their. Usually, it's a toy. It's a walker. It, I think it was a. It looked like a walker. But that's he. I mean, they, they were. I think that they were actually bear hunting. I don't think they were lying. I wonder if there's actually bear dogs. I mean, I know there are. Yeah. I mean, there's bear dogs in in Japan. The Akita is a bear dog. Or but ba- Baxter, they use, Baxter they use, has bear dog. Yeah, blood. they use dogs like Baxter. He's a part plot hound. Okay. They use them as bear dogs because they don't give a fuck. But they don't. They're they just tree the bear and then dad comes along and shoots it out. Of the I tree. think I just get a couple big old Akitas and. Then uh, they can just kill the bear right there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's no tree in them. We're gonna go fucking get his ass. My uh, my neighbor, my upstairs neighbor, where I used to live in Charleston, had an Akita. It's this tiny little goth girl had an Akita, and it's it had this weird, quiet confidence thing where you were scared around her, but she would never hurt you no, no. in any way, shape, or form. They're not aggressive toward people, but they have a thing where they're alert. The ears are, I mean, it's its bred into them to look that way, and they are that way. Like, their ears are set forward. They're, you know, they got that stance, and they're fucking, you know. She was. Uh, good, they're ready to go. Almost, all, never, almost never wagged her tail. Yeah. Just, she, she was like John Wick. Like, yeah. in any of those movies, did you see John Wick smile? A couple times, perhaps. Once, I think. Yeah. In kind a of a flashback. Kind of a hint. I was, yeah, well, well obviously smiling with his wife. But yeah, that's, that's kind of what that dog was like. Just really quiet. Never heard her bark. This giant two hundred and twenty pound dog. Yeah, they're fucking. Adorable. You should have. You should have been able to hear her walking around upstairs. And there's different varieties. Like there's the the American variety. Oddly enough, I think it's smaller than the Japanese variety. Which that's the only time I've ever heard that happening. Where the American <laughs> breed of a dog is smaller. Um, because the American Rottweiler is fucking enormous. I'm trying to think. The, of, I'm trying to think of any more exceptions. If I can think of any more. American uh, 
pit bulls are no, they're larger. They're bigger. Yeah. Well, they're at least longer legged. Mm. Um, but th- but you, th- that's a hard thing to call because you've got American Staffordshire, Staffordshire Bull Terriers, uh, American Bull American Bull Terriers. You've got Bull Terriers. I mean, there, there's so many different breeds that fall under the, under that moniker. So you know, my favorite is always just the English rice Staffordshire potatoes, Terrier. It looks like a, it looks shrimp like, and rice. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a, a really miniature pit bull with a just a plucky attitude. They're not, they're yeah. not aggressive. <laughs> they're just hey, how you doing? And they're the, like really go getters. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> yeah. As always, Except, I'm joined by former inter- intercontinental champion, the White Samoan, the Vanilla Gorilla, Dauphin of the Deadlift, the Dauphin of the Deadlift. <laughs> what is a Dauphin? Explain that to it's me. It's a French prince, oh. like a Fr- heir apparent French French prince of Bel Air. <laughs> That's not where I'm going with. That's it, old Chucky Tater Sacks <laughs> over there, and of course, you've just heard an epic story about about protecting his property, his land. His animals, animals, his animals, his garanimals. Animal uh, crackers can't be beat. That's uh, I thought it was in my soup. That's the John. They make Wick. each meal a special treat. <laughs> yeah. The John Wick of regenerative farming. Yeah, he's earned it. Yeah, this week <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a. And I was like, of, I, I, I kind of like limped out because I was like kind of sore and beat up from MMA sparring. Out. That act, that oddly makes it more aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I was just. <laughs> And I had my fucking gym shorts on, and uh, like mud, I'd fallen into a mud mud hole. You just eaten a bunch dark. of barbecue chicken whenever you left here. Yeah, I was like covered in mud in my Jesus. shorts. Probably had a semi. If, were you smoking a cigarette? Please tell me you were smoking. Oh, a cigarette. you flicked it out. Didn't kill no. your dog. That'd been great. You just flicked it out. No, it would have been better if you had a, a toothpick and flicked it on him. There you go. That's a wrestling. Reference. You want to come over here? And try to kill my pets? And you're about as Mexican as uh, Razor Ramon. <laughs> Probably more. That's old Johnny Liberty Sax. <laughs> Loads of Liberty. That should be... You should start your own podcast. We can record it here. It can be the exact same thing as this, except for you'll be the first mic on it. And I'll just respond to you. Called Loads of Liberty. And I'm, I'm in 100%. Fuck the, the uh, farm employment files. <laughs> Fuck. So you you could have killed a bunch of dudes. How many dudes were there again? Four, 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 five. I I think that there were there was the main there was the one guy and I think he had three cronies kind of hanging back. So it was the Johnny Lawrence. I think there was two guys in a truck. Johnny well, Lawrence. There's two guys yeah. in the pickup and then two guys in the side by side. Cobra Kai. Oh, there may have been another side by side, you know, up or down the road looking for the dog. You know what I thought about when you said that. Jennifer Joey Lawrence. Lawrence. Joey. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Ain't nothing my love can't fix for you, baby. Oh, God, gonna play that. <laughs> <laughs> of course I have to play that. It's the... It's, it's uh, oddly enough, it's one of the songs of the, the summer. summer playlist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've played this song probably a dozen times on here. I mean, it, it doesn't get old. That's a dozen too few. You remember Joey Lawrence? Remember Blossom? Uh... I do now. This is the most 90s thing that ever existed. All the paint. It's like a bad... Well, there is no good Spin Doctor video, but it's a bad Spin Doctor video. He can actually sing. Oh, yeah. Here's how 90s it is. This was made in 1997. So... So the 90s were eclipsing. Yeah. And they were just kind of... They were they were holding on for dear life. They took all the tropes and yeah. put it into one video. Let's just mix them up together. Let's Color me bads in there somewhere. Let's make a goulash out of this. <laughs> We're going to try to force feed this to you. 
Look at the I'd say this is probably 92, right around when grunge kicked off because he's dressed as grunge. It's like so rollerblade. Yeah, I was in high school when this when this when this uh, dropped. Never my love get fixed for you, baby. I know what song I'm deadlifting to next. Hell yeah. <laughs> he was devastatingly handsome too, poor guy. He still is. I mean, his, uh, his little brother he, was on Boy Meets World. Remember that? Yeah, uh, he was actually on a show uh, that came out, and he was trying to become a legitimate actor. He's not a bad actor. He's actually a really good actor. Yeah, but he just can't be taken seriously because of shit like this. Um, there was a Marky show- Mark made it past it. <clears throat> By the skin of his teeth I mean it, it took Boogie Nights to do that Yeah So um, There was a show called uh, American Dreams And it was yeah. took place in the 60s And he was a mu- uh, music producer For American Bandstand And he was on He was he was good It was a good show uh, Brittany Snow was on it She's cute um, Shit I'm trying to remember All the people that are in that Nobody really broke out after that And did Brittany Snow was in uh, No the girl uh, The one girl With the with the nose With the schnozola She was in uh, Waiting And yeah, she yeah. was real cute She had some Knock knocks on her too Didn't she Yeah Some real fucking hangers Some meaty hangers Some uh, slap arounds They were Some slap arounds They were mid so. They were mid card I mean, some, some heavy chest pillows <laughs> That's what we're saying Yeah we are uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> No but Brittany Snow She uh, Her existence Is uh, completely worth it Because she was in All three of the Pitch Perfect movies, and those movies are fantastic. I haven't watched them. They're fucking fun. I'm sure they're good. It's about acapella singing. Are you shitting me? It's great. I'm in. Yeah, and a bunch of cute girls. Uh, the the, the Sean Ogre was in Stick It. Stick It. Is that about hockey? No, it's in about it's about uh, gym, uh, gym. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, Jeff Jeff Daniels is in it. Like his career was had. I guess slid for a little bit, but he didn't have to do anything because he's he's Jeff Daniels. Yeah, I mean, no, Jeff Bridges. I'm sorry, Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. He's Jeff Bridges, and he don't have to do anything. The guy can just camp for the rest of his life. He's the dude. He can do that. He's the dude. He's um, um, God. He's everything. He made us sleep. He was Obadiah Stane on um, on Iron Man One, which is still arguably top five. It's Marvel the best movies. Iron Man movie. No, because I include Spider-Man Homecoming in that And Spider-Man oh, Homecoming yeah. is better So New Spider-Man comes out in a couple yeah, weeks but can't, We can't wait for that we, we got a whole comic book panel on this show in a second Because we've got so much to cover um, Yeah <laughs> um, But no, it was um, It was about these gymnasts And then he was, uh, his, he was coaching his daughter or something And you know, he was like a taskmaster or some shit. It's a good, it's a good movie. I watched it because you know how like I was watching a movie today and I've been you know sleep watching it for a week now. I'll pick one movie to sleep watch for per week, pretty much. Summer school with uh, it's a tremendous movie. Mark Harmon, are you kidding me? And Kirstie Alley, of course, and uh, Shawnee Smith. Shawnee Smith, huh? And um, the one kid play. He was on uh, one of the NCIS shows. Jag. He was on Jag, um, which is just an NCIS show. Which which, which Harmon was too. That's that's strange. My parents. I never really. Those. I really put that. Never put that together. I wonder if Harmon got gotten got in that gig. It's like, yeah, I was in this <laughs> summer school with this kid thirty two years ago. <laughs> he's good, but he's never worked since. So can we give him something? <laughs> nice guy. He keeps calling me. <laughs> those are such. Just give him something so he'll leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Those shows are so like, like they're parent oriented. Like sure. my my parents. Loved the JAG and the NCISs. JAG started out a little bit different. It started out as like a courtroom drama type deal, and then they just kind of moved into the, you know, crime scene investigation yeah. bullshit. 
I mean, I, I'm not a fan. I never really was. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm with John Delaney on this one. That it's just the whole thing's ridiculous. Where you, hey, I'm walking through a parking garage at midnight. Oh, I, I'm engaged in uh, stilted, boring chatter. There's going to be a body around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in an episode of fucking of Law and Order. Because Law and Order is just that shit. Too. I loved Law and Order SVU. The other ones I never really watched. Is that but, uh, with D'Onofrio? Vincent D'Onofrio was the, a different one. I tried to Criminal watch his. Intent. Yeah, Criminal Intent. I love Vincent D'Onofrio. I do too. And he had a uh, he had, they had an interesting dynamic on that because it was more character driven as opposed to issue or case. Yeah. But he uh, one of the best things about that is that his uh, big rival on that was Olivia Dabo, who. I've always loved Olivia Dabo. I mean, she's. I always say Olivia Diabo because the whatever. apostrophe. Yeah, but I don't know how you pronounce the guy. I just say shit. Dabo. I mean, it's Dabo. Dabo. Yabo Dabo do. <laughs> Whoa! That's the name of your episode, right there. Yeah, no. <laughs> the name of the episode is right now. They was a bear. That's it. <laughs> I'm actually debating in my head right now whether we should just rename the entire show. They was a bear. <laughs> There is a band called I Wrestled a Bear once. Yeah, that's a great name. It I've is. I've never heard any of their music, but I wonder it's, if they're any good. It's garbage. Is it bad? It's scream fucking nonsense. I'm going to try them out. Let's see if they sound any good to me. The very first thing that comes up is what I'm clicking. And, of course, there's an ad before it. Because God hates me. You guys know that? God hates me? Sure do. What is it? They used another song in their video to kick it off. Like, how much did they pay to make this video? Well, right off the bat, probably a few thousand. Probably thirty or 40000 just for that. For that? Yeah. Is that much to use a song? Yeah. That's why, like, uh, if you watch an old UFC, they uh, blank out the music. Because they used... Um, so they don't have to pay the rights fees anymore. No. Okay, this is terrible. Yeah. I disagree with them being a band. They should, <laughs> they should stop. I disagree with you musically. Yeah. I uh. disagree with you existentially. <laughs> I disagree with you living. Joey Lawrence had another song. Okay, I got to oh check it out. Jenna Von Oy had a couple she's of songs. She's still a cutie. Oh, she's smoke show. She had affinity for hats. Yeah. Well, so did Blossom, though. Yeah. I always found her attractive, the lady that played Bal- Blossom. Yeah. Maya Bialk. She's a uh, a math. Yeah, she's, she's in, she's in uh, theoretical she's math. Not like, like uh, Winnie Cooper. She's <laughs> a legit smart person, too. I, was, I try to remember who my first crush was. It was either Winnie Cooper or Alyssa Milano. I think it was Alyssa Milano. Which one was that? Uh, that was Who's the Boss. She I think played, who my uh, first crush was. What was the, her name on Who's the Boss? Vanessa? Uh, Samantha. 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 Angela. Samantha. Angela. Samantha. Mona. Okay, this is bad. <laughs> you think? Joey. Just just have one song. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just make just, a single. Just the somewhat hit. It did okay. That was 1993. Oy. You guys remember this one? course you do fucking um i remember hating this this band when i was a kid because uh you were supposed to hate boy bands but now that i hear it i missed out on a lot when i was a kid just because i was insecure you know 
This is a tremendous song. I don't like this one. Oh, come on. I don't like this one. Which it's one? not not say I don't like any other music. I just don't like <laughs> this one. If you had to pick, what's your favorite New Kids on the Block song? Um, Hanging Tough. Right Stuff. Ooh, you know what? That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> this guy <Yeah. laughs> picking anything else except the right stuff. Come on, Fuck. acting surprised. Yeah, hanging tough is like the. Uh, it's got the chorus that grabs everybody, but I'm hanging not. I'm not. Tough. I'm not down with that. As a matter of fact, I was driving. Um, I was driving up to Fayetteville the other day, and I had the '90s on nine on, which is one of my favorite things. And uh, they were playing all kinds of jewels. They dropped out OPP. Hell yeah, uh, the Pretenders. Um, Did they play the Proclaimers. They did not. I've heard that song three times. Uh, the one that started it all off was Baby Hit Me One More Time. I turned on the radio. I was like, uh, I will, 90s at 9. I'm tuning in. You're getting at least one more. So, I've, I, uh, <laughs> As a joke, I learned this song. I love that fucking song. Oh, it's a great. I love the fact they didn't shed their Scottish accents for this. <laughs> well, I, I just learned it as a joke, but it, I really do love the song. But if I'm playing a gig, you know, those three hour gigs I used to fucking play and I'm losing everybody's attention at some point because I don't really want to do it. Right. I just want to play an hour and leave. Right. But I would just start playing this and everybody would get back into it because everybody loves this fucking song. Yeah. Two ugly, ugly men. <laughs> They're twins. How do you do that? How do you create such ugly people two at once? Was it a two for one sale? The ugly store? Ask the Celts. And this is a fuck. The, the harmony is really good too. Yeah, it is a great song. It's, kind of a, it's, those, it's those damn island genetics. Yeah. You can only inbreed so many fucking times. The fucked up teeth. <laughs> But just pallid, pallid skin. The trout belly. The consonant. Fucking trout belly. <laughs> confusing their consonants all the time. <laughs> if you're keeping track, uh, this is also on the uh, Songs of the Summer list. I've got one for Songs of the Summer. Oh, hell yeah. It's on the 90s at 9, too. Do you have a thingy? It's here somewhere. It's 46. Oh, there it is. It's 46 feet long. So This is on the Benny and June soundtrack. It's an odd, uh, odd length. 47 feet? Yeah. Yeah, I had it uh, cut. It was 49 feet too long. Are we ready for this? I got you turned. Hell yeah. (laughs) I get knocked down. Still, still a crowd favorite. I've got an interesting story about that. Not so much interesting as is to do with the band. I had a, I had a fraternity brother. We're harmonizing, and it's great. <laughs> go ahead. No, he went into he went into a he used to do this thing. He did a job nobody else would do. He would go into a company, just eviscerate their fucking like employees for like tech. Like people didn't need to work there anymore because tech would do their job now. This is this is in the nineties. Hell yeah. He got this out of college. So he was driving in a Mercedes and a Porsche and shit into I really liked Leonard. Leonard was cool. Um still a friend of mine. And um he went into a bar in England because he did this overseas, and they kept playing this song. Is in London, I think it was in London, and uh, he just looked around one time and said, "Could we play something other than this fucking song?" The fucking band was in there. They get to the- <laughs> <laughs> and uh, somebody looked at him and said, uh, "No, we can't because they're sitting right over there." You know, <laughs> and um, 
He said it was a cool, you know, cool place, and I don't know if he ever hung out with them or anything like that. I didn't, I didn't get that much into it, but um, they, had, I mean, they had lots and lots of cool songs uh, that were hits overseas. They're kind of like the Pet Shop Boys. Like the Pet Shop Boys had, uh, they had like one hit here, uh, West End Girl. They never stopped. It's a tremendous song. It's really a great fucking song. It's not a summer song. That's a fall song. Oh yeah. Um, but. They, over in England, they never stopped being huge. Like they, they were still. I mean, see, that's how much times have changed. You know, if something's big over there, it's going to be big here. You know, eventually, yeah. Yeah, I mean, back in the eighties, it wasn't always so because the tastes and the people were very. Well, they're. Uh, that's, that's what I don't like. One thing I don't like is this globalization, especially between us and England. The Brits are just more like us, more and more like us every day. I want to get over to England and actually meet one actual Brit before it. The whole thing just becomes America light. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like Diet America. Yeah. <laughs> Low fat. No, no. Mm. Um, non GMO America. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. I don't either. The, the, like, uh, you know, all the new wave that came over here in the 80s? Um, over there, that, was, that was their disco. That, that that's what their disco music was. Our disco music sucked. That was awful. Their disco no, music. I, I disagree. Not yeah. all of our disco. Right. Music I mean, sucked. we had some pretty great songs. Hell, even the Rolling Stones had a great disco song. <laughs> Miss you. You know that was a great song. My dad always whistled that <laughs> all the time. Whenever we were doing any sort of test, this is part of the sounds of summer. I feel like that's why I whistle all the time too. Is because my dad did it when we were doing anything between yelling at me because I handed him the wrong wrench. Yeah, we were, God, that's the most <laughs> stressful situation. Or I wasn't holding the light in the right place. <laughs> I'm lucky my dad couldn't. He couldn't turn a screw because you know because I would never subject to that. But I saw it in movies and saw my friends go through it, and um, I was not a fan. Speaking of disco, right now it's familiar, but I can't place it. Oh, Heart of Glass. No, it's not Heart of Glass. You haven't picked up on the shitty guitar playing yet, or the, or the the bass being played with a pick. Oh, was or the subpar drumming. You. Who is this? Kiss. Okay. Dynasty. I was made for loving you. It's pretty good. Well, see, look, this is their attempt at disco. Do they do a whole disco album? Yes, Dynasty is a disco album. Oh God. See, I mean, that's what I don't like about them. The, the, any, I'm surprised they didn't release a hip hop album. I mean, even, <laughs> even they, even they knew how nakedly fucking of a cash grab that would be. You know what I mean? They did this. They had, uh, they had kind of a grungy type metal album, uh, Revenge, which actually had a couple they pretty good songs on they're it. They're pretty spinal tappy. Yeah, they really fucking are. Good calls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I, the problem wasn't that the band was down. The problem that we had a Stonehenge monument <laughs> in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. <laughs> well, let's get. This is their disco song. Yeah. Let's uh, try this one out. This is the Stones. Yeah, but that's good. It's so good, right? Yeah. I go. I don't give that's the Rolling Stones song? enough credit. Yeah. That just sounds like a funky kind of. It's the bass, really, that makes it yeah. more disco. I think Bootsy Collins played bass on every album in that. I mean, Bootsy's calendar, his his dance card was full at that point. <laughs> you can say, by the way, I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No, oh, fuck yeah. It's the same feel. 
But it's a great That's a great song too I mean it's The Bee Gees The Bee Gees are a good band People shit on it The Bee Gees were good I Oh mean, yeah Even in the super 60s Super fucking talented I mean In the 60s they had Well fucking Andy Gibb Was a tremendous songwriter I guess all of them Together were tremendous songwriters And then there was The one brother That broke out on his own Was becoming a star And then he died Robin Gibb's the one I'm the main BG Andy Gibb's the one that died He was the yeah. one Yeah 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 but yeah, the, I don't give the Stones enough credit because because they're not that good. No, they're fucking great. <laughs> no, it's just that I'm I, right there with you. I, don't I was a Beatles I mean, guy. Like, I was more of a Beatles guy. I always have been. But then you know, like like this this type of stuff. And then there's uh, when they they went to the South. They came here and they recorded albums and an album in like Mississippi. And because they put their money where their mouth is, to we're going to go where where the shit that. It influenced us, us so much. We're from, gonna go yeah. there and, and see how we come out, and it was fucking good. Like I don't, I don't think that. Well, I disagree. I don't think they were bad. I don't see. That's the thing. I've gone from when I was younger. If I didn't like something, it sucked. It automatically sucked. It's I know. I no longer say that it sucks. It obviously doesn't suck because somebody likes it. But I will say this: it's not for you. I had to go to the gym the other day. Oh god! And there was. So so much butt rock And there was a song That was, managed to be Both an insulting Stupid country song And an insulted Stooping An insulting Stupid Butt rock song And I'm gonna look it up And we're That's one of the things I'm, I'm so glad I thought about that Because I was gonna Share that But I was so Enraged at that point I couldn't I just couldn't do it um. <laughs> I used to have the, the Rolling Stones Greatest hits On tape And it got stuck In the uh, tape player In my Renault once so uh, <laughs> for about a week solid, I, I listened to both sides of their greatest hits, oh, and God. I really like them. This is so on the nose. Oh, my God. I didn't know that's who did this song, but it totally makes sense. Don't tell me who it is. It's good. It's good picking. It's garbage. This is, this is utter fucking garbage. So it's like a country that, metal. That's some good bear hunt music. Yeah. <laughs> they was a bear. Is, who is this fucking guy? Brantley fucking Gilbert. I went and saw him in concert once. Brantley Gilbert? There's a girl I wanted to have sex with, and they were going, and they had an extra ticket. And her and her friend, so they, I tagged along with them. Look it, at that album cover. He should have his ass kicked for that. And his name is it, just for name that. is just as I am. That's hilarious. I went. I didn't like any of the music, but I did like watching like an actual the, his backup band. I, well, I, they're not untalented. Oh yeah, I liked watching the. Uh, oh, they're just hired guns, man. They're, yeah, they're that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're they're fucking tremendous. But yeah, this guy can suck my dick. I mean, I was having to listen to this while I'm trying to bench press, and it actually worked because it made me that much angrier. So I'm like, I have to get through this workout quickly. So I'm fucking, you know, rocking it, putting the weight back on. Like this is enraging me as long as I. And then I think he knew that I was seething, so because he changed it. And then Which I got. Guy some, was it? It was a guy. I think he was a marine. He's not a bad guy. He's just. I remember him. I mean, he's he. We thought he was kind of a dick. He's not actually a dick. He's just quiet. Um, and, and none of the people who listen to this I dislike But I just want to shake them and be like Dude, your music fucking sucks It's terrible That is something that I will say This shit is terrible It's, yeah. it's it, it, it is objectively bad So <laughs> Just But I mean How many fucking records is it? You know what I mean? Like they, 
Like oh, they people, sell. Yeah, like people, they sell. People but, listen to this shit. Yeah, but it's I, I just it's like it's like a cross section of people with no taste. Godsmack, Brantley Gilbert. Uh, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you can. It, it's just Hinder, <laughs> Kid Rock. I mean, it, all that fucking garbage nonsense. I mean, I hate. I hate to. This just sounds kind of snooty, but if you think it, it probably, I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably a low IQ. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. I don't, I don't like you know care about what what a person's IQ is, but I, th- I think that you could find a a correlation. Between low IQ and people that like certain kinds of music. See, I disagree. I don't think it's an IQ thing. I think it's more of a um, cultural thing that you're not exposed to a lot of things. I don't think it necessarily is a, is a, is a uh, barometer of your intelligence. I think it's a barometer more of uh, of being not exposed to it's, different things. It's just not something that a lot of people think a lot about. You know, like oh, this sounds okay to me. So this sure, is, right? I mean, and there's a correlation between people that don't think a lot yeah, about true. music and <laughs> having a low IQ. I think there might. Be. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm trying to be a little bit more kind, but go ahead, John. Have you heard this? I mean, I'm just saying. There's some stupid motherfuckers out there, and they listen to stupid music. Have you heard this? One? It's Lana Del Rey. Is this a, this is a Sublime song, right? Mm-hmm. I love her. I like Sublime. I don't like Sublime. I do. I mean, I always. They're, they're, it's fine. I just don't like. Maybe it's their fans. I don't like. It's sort of like Dave Matthews Band. Not into their fans, but I, their music's fine. I just. Don't, I'm a fan. I'm done, <laughs> I just don't. But listen. I'm not. I'm a fan, but I'm not a fan. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you don't go around talking about Dave all the time. No, I never refer to him as Dave. Yeah. I always say Dave Matthews. Yeah. The Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> I mean. I, I mean, I, I started listening to. Um, I put on Lake Street Dive Radio, and I know it's an odd thing to listen to when you're lifting, but I, again, I don't get. To me, lifting what? weights is a more focused experience. It's not. It's not. An it is ar- meditation. It's not an enraged experience. Yeah, I don't have to get angry to do it. I'm. I'm focusing, trying to drive it up. You know what I mean? So, I, I want something quiet where I can focus down and and gather myself to do it. You know. So, and I've always been that way. I've never really cared for loud, loud music. I, at first, it was hip hop, like dance hip hop. I, I used to love listening to dance music while I was working out because it was a. It's a well, fun also, thing. you're a very great dancer. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you you have a dancer's body. Everybody knows that. Everybody that's ever looked at you, like, is that Barishnikov? No, that's that's old Chucky Tater Sacks. Wasn't he in White Knights? No, that was Gregory Hines. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Jesus. That's a fucking reference. <laughs> That's a deep cut right there. <laughs> hey, I mean, can you picture him not in tights? <laughs> hey, he was in uh, he was in one of my favorite uh, shitty '80s movies, uh, Running Scared. Him and old uh, That's a good William Crystal. Movie. I fucking love it. It's a great. movie. It's garbage. We watched it, it like a couple months ago. Yeah, but, and and it's a good time. You have a good yeah. time. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, like I was okay. I the the weights have been coming up. Like I don't know if it's. Did you go? You told me you went back to the five by five, mm-hmm. and you told me if you decide to ever stray away from that, <laughs> punch me in the to face. punch you in the face, and I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> well, I'm well, do, I'm doing that in in addition to well, 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 well with squat. Like here's what I do with squats. I start uh, ten sets of three. I start with something real light, and I build in something really heavy, and then go back down. And do five sets of five after that. It's always worked. That's what we used to do, you know. And it's and it seems like that really heavy weight stretches my tendons out where I can do 
yeah. solid quality reps is something just a little bit lighter. And I don't do that on anything else because, man, the bench press takes so much of my energy and so much of my concentration because I'm so bad at it. Like, Oh, I'm so I, bad. I can only do five sets of 275. Fuck you. You're not no, so I'm not. I'm it. saying in comparison. I mean, that, I'm, I'm, what is it that I always say? Comparison is the thief of Thank joy. Thank you. But I made that up. Not somebody else. <laughs> That's original. Came no, but dome. I'm saying live, laugh, love. You make up that yeah. one too? Of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, no, I, I, any other lift, I just, deadlifting especially, deadlifting and bent over rows and curls and all that stuff, I'm just really good at. Like I picked it up and I was immediately good at it. Bench pressing is something I didn't start being good at, and it's just I have never mastered how good some of the some other people are at it. You know what I mean? People who I lifted with, Tracy. Tracy's a great bench presser, especially for his size. Well, his, his arms are seven inches long. Well, I mean, there's that. Um, <laughs> but he started out like, ironically, he started out. I never did back before I started working out with him, and then he introduced me to back, and I only did two exercises for twenty years. <laughs> Fucking pull downs and bent over rows, and I got really good at them. And now I didn't. I just pick up shit that he wouldn't even consider picking up. So and deadlifting, he never did deadlifts. Um, he did them with us a few times. No, he didn't. I could have sworn he didn't. Mm-mm. He did squats. He might with have just us. been there. He was us. there, but uh, he he's. I he, remember him doing squats with us because we had to fucking bar so low. I had, <laughs> yeah, to, no, it was, I had to sit. It down. was awful. <laughs> Tracy's a great squatter too. Um, squat on my dick. <laughs> tell him I said that. Does he listen? Hey Tracy, squat on my dick. <laughs> I'll tell him to listen to this. Episode. <laughs> um, make sure you listen to that episode now. <laughs> no, um, but I just. Uh, and I've never like the the loud music is a distraction. You know, it's I don't need screaming. Especially stop, if it's stop screaming. Like, well, yeah. I mean, sometimes there I'll get a rock song or something there, a Tool song. On a rare occasion, a Rage Against the Machine song. I can't handle Rage Against the Machine anymore. It's just it's too much. You know, um, what is it that you call them? Rage in compliance with the machine. <laughs> <laughs> too much government. <laughs> Let's make more government. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've thought this out. Um, <laughs> what happens rage, after Rage against the <laughs> Shit I had it right before I was going to say it I dropped it If you got a problem with Canada Gooses you got a problem with me I suggest you let that one marinate bud Is that Kayla Kenny? Letter Kenny, Letter Kenny. <laughs> Canada Gooses Rage against the spitting it out to its ultimate conclusion <laughs> I mean, <that's> what... <laughs> Um no, so like when I used to, when Aaron would, would work out with me, I would lift, I would, uh, who? I mean, the character that John used to be. Yeah. You know, not the, not the chick with huge boobs, you know, the, the other one. I mean, some real slappers, huh? <laughs> I mean, just some heavy watermelons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's got to have scoliosis, this, this fake character. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> her back muscles must be impressive. But, um, and I used to we used to listen to uh, fucking Steve Winwood. Yeah, I love Steve Winwood. And eighties, just eighties in general. So back in the high life again. That's a that's a conversation. What is the best Steve Winwood song? Well, our love probably. Well, let's just uh, give him. A I don't spin. know. I do like back in the high life again. There's so many. There are a lot of Winwood hits, like spanning what. 20, 30 years? Well, yeah, he started in the late 60s. In traffic? In traffic, and that lasted probably mid-70s, and yeah. then he was in Blind Faith with Clapton. Mm. See, I think that he was always 
relegated to well, he's just kind of bubblegum pop music from that era when he really wasn't. I mean, he was he was well, in. I mean, he had chops. The guy could play. He yeah, could sing, a great songwriter. You know, dear Mister Fucking Fantasy. Yes. Yeah. I'm when saying that, that he didn't get quite taken. You know, it's kind of, kind of a punchline in sometimes. Like it's been, literally been a punchline on on it's always sunny. Well, it's a punchline, but I know for a fact that they love this guy. Well, <laughs> they, sure, they love Steve Winwood. Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, it, like another one I love from that era, uh, a contemporary of his, both in sound and in uh, and in uh, time was um, Bruce Hornsby. Hell yeah. I love Bruce Hornsby in the range. I always have. And the mandolin rain is a great fucking song. Listen to the mandolin. And uh, what's the other one? Uh, changes. Not changes. Um, I see no changes. All I see is racist right, That's a great song, too. Um, that's uh, one of the best uses of a sample. The ever. way it is. Yeah. That's a great fucking song. So. You like Huey Loose in the news? <laughs> when sports came out. <laughs> See that's Little, two new ways. That's higher love, and then we got uh, back in the high life again, which obviously has a fucking fifteen second fucking ad. Well, of course, gotta I find mean, a different one. Cannot have an ad in front of that one. Gotta sell some revenue. They know if you listen to to uh, higher love that you're going to stick around through the ad to listen to. Absolutely, they, I mean, they got you. The algorithm. The algorithm is it's sound. The, al- think about the algorithm is going <laughs> to get you. <laughs> God damn it! That, that might be the name of the fucking episode. Right? What about we think about this? And Pete Townsend did a solo thing in the eighties from the Who. I'm not a big fan. Not a big. I do like this song. How do you spell algorithm? A L G A L G O R I T H M. Algorithm. I didn't know who did this. Is that him singing? Yeah. I love this. I never knew who did this. This is Pete Townsend? Yeah. Townshend. I love this song. I also love every, anybody that does a cover of it, like Eddie Vedder did, does a cover of it sometimes. Um, what was that movie with Steve Carell and uh, Dane Cook, Dan in Real Life? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch they, that. Was any good? Yeah, it's pretty good. He played played it in the movie. I just I've always just loved this song. I like acoustic versions better, but this is nice too. Add this to the list, boys. Songs of the summer, Ferda. Um, he's got a really odd singing style. Yeah, that's why he didn't. He wasn't the uh, lead singer of the Who because and this is very new wavy type. Yeah, this is like from eighty two or three. It's good. I like it. He uh, he wrote all the songs in the Who, but he. We were discussing Oingo Boingo. You know who's in Oingo Boingo? Oingo Boingo? Do, can I take a guess? Yes. Um, Martin Lawrence. Close. One more guess. Sure. Um, Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> I mean, he should have been. <laughs> um, no, uh, Danny Elfman was in Oingo Boingo. Oh, shit, really? No. Wait. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. Was, it, was he in Oingo Boingo? Yeah. He was Oingo Boingo. Are you sure? Yeah, it's Dan- I think- Danny Elfman. That's it. That's okay. Yeah. I thought my I thought maybe he was in another one. and I was getting it wrong. I thought um, you were. I thought you were like it was assumed that we knew Danny Elfman was in the band, and you were trying to get us to guess somebody more obscure that was in the band. <laughs> well, that's what I thought was going on. And I'm thinking Danny Elfman, but of course everybody knows Danny, Danny Elfman. Elfman. I, I thought that was not common knowledge. I guess he scored. He scored summer school. I, I didn't I'm know a, that either. I, oh, shit. I, I like film scores, so it's to me it's common knowledge. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's this. 
it's one of those things. That, Would you say that film scores are almost as important as the script and everything else? Yes. Depending on the movie? I'd say it's more important. Really? Yeah. That's why I love For some movies. Christopher Nolan's movies so much, because those scores are always just so insane. Well, but, I, okay, let me say this. With a couple of with a couple of exceptions, Nolan's scripts are not great. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The way they're put together is good. The dialogue is not good. Some, it's, um, not, it's not great all the time. Okay. Um, the way they... Pete, they, the way they come together at the end is never good. Like with no one, it's more about the 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 trip. It's not the destination. There's only one exception to that in my in, in that I've seen, and that's Inception. Inception, the end is just ties it all in perfectly. That is one, a perfect fucking film. Um, Interstellar, I love that. Okay, that's a, that, that's an exception to that too. <laughs> But not a, not a home run. Like it, it didn't quite come together in the end, like everybody thought it was going to. What's the war one that we we watched? Dunkirk. Dunkirk. That's pretty good too, man. Yeah, that's history. That's yeah, that's how that's how that happened. He tied her up though, man. That was fucking. Cool. I know, but that's how that happened. You can't. I mean, that's like saying that that Titanic thing really ended terribly. Well, that's the only way it was going to end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a dragon came and rescued everybody and took him to Narnia. Well, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> that would have been a hell of a twist It would To be honest Twist Fucking uh, Shamalama Ding Dong M. Night Shyamalan M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong How about this song For Songs of the Summer I hate intros and videos Just play the goddamn song you I guess this is a hip hop song No Although it does start out Like a hip hop song Yeah it does Forward a little bit there. Oh fuck yeah! Is this the Hooters? Fuck yeah! It's the Hooters. I remember this came on. I remember this came on. Was it, were we in the car or in the gym? And you were like, "Fuck yeah, that song!" It was awesome. in the gym. I was in the middle of a set. <laughs> Dutch got hype. It's a great song. I think that was the band that did the music for Eddie and the Cruisers. It was, I believe. Okay. Which is a. Very odd movie. Like, I like it, but have you ever noticed that that some generations are, are radically different than others? Well, yeah. But I'm talking about in a, in, a, in a time span, okay? The 50s and the 80s were radically different. Radically different. And they're only 30 years apart. So you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. The 80s and the 2000s, not that different. Like, I mean, they're, they're different. Well, other than... We have well, the two. You mean like two thousand to uh, two thousand nine, or yeah, right that's now. yeah. And two thousand, we're almost twenty years from year two thousand. Yeah. Year two thousand, year two thousand. Um, it's not that different. I mean, I'm talking about the the, the nature of the people and stuff like yeah. that. It's not. There has been. You know what I think dictates that war. I think war dictates a lot of that, and um, and 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 just major shakeups in 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 political and and world history. You know what I mean. The 40s to the 80s. Just think 1940 and 1980 are only 40 years apart. I mean, and how it's much... my lifetime. And that, yeah, and how much different that is, you know? Um, I just find that fascinating, the way things are... Time spans sometimes seem to encompass so much, and sometimes they encompass so little. Yeah. Uh, so it's... Um, and sometimes you like like Dan Carlin says you get those uh, historical estuaries where things are just so radically different. There's a chasm that has to be crossed, and then, yeah, it, and like then I remember, afterwards, I remember like you know 
1250 to like 1375. <laughs> it was fucking no, there was insane. no fucking difference in that. You know what I mean? It there was, was like a, bland. There was like a thousand years where nothing fucking changed. I mean, the the, the number one hit single was the same for 97 <laughs> years. It was what? Stick on rock. I think that was the number I one. I think it was I think it was loot on a limb. <laughs> Play that funky broadsword. You guys want to do favorite things? That deserved more. <laughs> Say it again. Play that funky broadsword. No, no, it didn't. Actually, it didn't. Got its due. Better? Sure. There we go. Favorite things. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Okay, uh, DC animated movies. Fuck yeah. DC means detective comics. Mm, dick. I like it. <laughs> do you remember? I bet you do, you cunt. <laughs> remember at the end of like TV shows in the 80s, there was a production company called Deke. Deke. And you go, Deke. Deke. <laughs> um, sit, Ubu, sit. Good, good dog. dog. Um, what, the first one, not the first one I've watched, but the first one recently I've watched is The Death of Superman. And let me tell you something. Dutch watched that too. That is a fucking slobber knocker from beginning to fucking end. Like it is just there's doomsday. fifteen minutes of setup and then <laughs> and you got to fucking off to the races. <laughs> and they doomsday comes down. He falls into the ocean. He destroys the sub, kills everybody in the fight. I mean, it's just murdering people left and right. In the most, he he walks up from the ocean onto shore, and there's people camping. And I, I'm supposing it's like the Pacific Northwest or something, because a grizzly bear is trying to get into this fucking into this uh, tent. And all of a sudden, you hear the you hear something come trudging in. The grizzly bear makes a sound of pain, and it's ripped out the fucking ripped out of the tent, and then its head gets get ripped off, and he throws it, and it's that's doomsday. So he's just and he can't fly; he's just walking. And as he's walking, uh, he's, would you say walking or trudging? I would say trudges. trudges, trudging. <laughs> but I would say power trudging. I mean, it's, yeah, like, I mean, just walking with purpose to go just fuck shit up. That's what he's doing. He doesn't care what it no is. No rhyme There's, or reason. The it only purpose is to fuck shit up. Exactly. Knocking down buildings, picking up cars, murdering fucking people left and right. It doesn't fucking matter. And then the Justice League comes in. They try to stop him. He beats the dog shit out of the fucking Justice League. Every they don't even really, really stagger him. Like Wonder Woman staggers him for a second. Then he just takes her. Wham! He hits her and it's fucking over. Headbutted her. And it's just. It's brutal. He he rips Cyborg from limb from limb. I mean, it's just it takes Aquaman, tosses him into a building. They have nothing for this guy. So then they're like, you know, they're like, Superman, we need some help. You know, and he's out on a date with Little help with. Yeah, he's out on a date with Lois. He's going to tell her in this storyline. She doesn't know yet that, that who he is, who he's getting ready to tell her. And then he gets called away and he goes and he goes and fights. And they. The first thing they do, and it's one of the best panels in the comic book that I just really just reproduced for the, like, by frame for the movie, is they hit each other and they break every window in like a three fucking block radius just from the fucking concussion from hitting each other. And then it's just beat the fuck out of each other for like 40 minutes, 40 minutes and getting tossed through buildings, picking up fucking uh Trucks and cars and hit and swing them at each other. At one point, there's a bridge and Superman takes a bunch of the fucking metal cables and tries to tie them up and all kinds of shit. Man, it is fucking something. The animation is like, I'm reasonably sure it's Japanese, you know, and it's flawless. Like, it, it looks so good. And it makes you so pissed 
by the end of it to think this is what we could have had live action. This is what we could have they could have reproduced and with Henry Cavill and all that stuff would have been. I'm sorry, Marvel would have had nothing for it. Yeah, I mean, it would have been. There's nothing Marvel could have done to. Because that's what DC is. DC, I mean, you have Thor and shit in Marvel, but he's not really a god. He's just some being. Superman is a fucking god. Like, there is nothing you can do to stop that fucking guy. I mean, Shazam is a god. I mean, Wonder, still Wonder seen Woman Shazam. is... I, they I they nailed it. It's yeah, I'm good. sure they do. I'm sure they did. I'm, I can't wait to see it, actually. But... They just haven't put that on screen live action yet. So I'm sitting there thinking, why don't they just go walking into the fucking animation studio and saying, um, you guys are all doing the live action movies. You're all fired. Zack Snyder, pack your shit. Get the fuck well, out of here. He's already fired. That's so. what I, I know, but it was just so fucking bad. And then I've been watching Reign of the Superman. That's after, Super, at, at the end, Superman dies after stopping Doomsday. They set up, they set it up perfectly. And then all of a sudden, four Superman appear up from out of nowhere. There's a cyborg Superman, this, Really odd, almost alien-looking Superman. Not alien-looking, but alien-like, because he looks like Superman, but he's got wears these visors, this, these glasses. Superboy, which is a clone that Lex Luthor made, and uh, and John Henry Irons, which is Steel, the 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 black guy, the black guy in, in the Iron Man basically suit. And at one point, they're fighting in this building, beating the shit out of each other, and it's great. Like. I still haven't seen that one yet. I'm, I'm still in the middle of watching it. Like I was watching it last night at work, and I'm trying to watch the furnace. I'm watching this, and um, I know how it ends because I read the comics. I had all the comics. This this was in the nine mid nineties. Whenever Superman died, and everybody freaked out about it. Yeah, I remember. And then they that. broke Batman. They had uh, Bane break Batman over his knee, and they put a new person as. But if they had stuck to their guns, I think it would have respected them more. But because they didn't and they panicked, it became kind of a cash grab. You know what I mean? Um, that's a tough call because I love those characters. I'm a big Bruce Wayne fan. I'm a big traditional Superman fan. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It's rough. You know, it's, it's, it, the, the, the angle they went through with Batman was a cool idea, but it, he had like a super suit and shit. I don't know. I mean, it was it just I'm glad they changed it back. But if they had stuck to their guns and kept doing it, I think it would have been okay. You know, um, one thing he was blonde though, blonde Superman. I mean, Batman can't be blonde. Fuck that. No, he's dark and brooding. Yeah, I mean that's just the way it goes. Um, it was Azrael who it was. He had a who's in, who's in the Arkham games. Who's a really cool character. Yeah, I liked him. Um, but he became Batman, and eventually Batman had to come out of retirement after miraculously getting his, his spine healed. Which can't happen, but you know it's Batman, so we're going to do it. Bruce Wayne has the fucking money, so and then he comes out of retirement and beats him and all that stuff, and then that's you know Azrael becomes a villain again, basically. So that was cool, and then so it turned out Superman was not actually dead; he just had used up so much of his power that he went into a state of suspended animation to get some solar power back to to regenerate himself. Um, he comes out at the end, and uh, all the Supermen are fighting. You know, it's this is the storyline for Reign of the Superman. Yes, and I can't wait to see. I mean, I, I I'm very impressed. I mean, those were cash grab or not, they were great fucking comics. They were great comics. So, you know, and DC has been knocking out of the park with these movies forever. Like, yeah, the animated movies. I've watched five or six of them all the way. War Justice League War when they introduce good. all of them together. I love the fact though. Here's what I love. We were talking about this. They then they and they kind of touched on this. No, they didn't kind of touch on it. They did touch on on Justice League the movie. Superman is unstoppable. The Justice League he can brush him off. They, I mean, they might stagger him for a second. He was 
had just been, he had been dead and just brought back from the dead and still kicked the shit out of the entire Justice League. They can't stop him. And that's the way it should be. Superman is Super. Superman. I mean, yes. he's, he can't, you know, you can have people that, up there who might be able to trade punches with him, but not for very long. And the only one who's a, a, actually able to trade punches and maybe come out on the, on the plus side is, is Shazam, Captain Marvel. So, and actually, they do throw down in Kingdom Come, and I hope they make an animated movie out of that. So, fucking right on. Yeah, I'd, um, they ought to just get rid of uh, the whoever's running it. Uh, it seems like they're trying to go to the right direction now. Yeah, um, they made some solid strides. They made Shazam. They made Aquaman, which I heard is good, but I'm pretty good. Um, I Wonder Woman's good. Wonder Woman was great. The new one will probably be cool because it's set in the '80s. Yeah, and they're going to really '80s it up for it. Hell yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm really happy about that. Like she's gonna. I think she might even have Linda Carter esque style uniform wearing. Linda Carter. Still looks like a million bucks. Yeah, she does. She's 136 years old. I don't give a fuck. She's 200. She's fucking great. Um, she was the model for uh, when Alex Ross did uh, his Wonder Woman, the one shots I was telling you about. That's who he modeled. She looks like Linda Carter. Yeah. He And he said it in print. He said, yeah, I used her face. I used a body model, of course. It had to be a tall, you know, not... Not brawny girl, but a but a muscular, you know, very athletic woman. You know, I don't I, as much as I like Gal Gadot and I do like her. She's not Wonder Woman. I mean, that's not Wonder Woman should not look like that. She should look more like a taller ver- version of Gina Carano. I mean, that's that's what she should look like. So, um, as a matter yeah, of fact, Gina so Carano is. Yeah, she is. I'm not saying she's bad. She's good for the role. And, you know, I'm going to watch the movie. I love the first movie. The fact that it's set in World War One is great. I mean, I just, I, I love, I mean, I just, and DC, just, they've, me and Chuck Nunley were talking about it. And he said, yeah, man, they screwed the pooch so bad with their Superman movies. It's just, you can't fuck up the marquee character. You cannot fuck him up. And they did. They dropped the ball big time. So, I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to re- reintroduce him somehow. But it's going to be a different actor. Um... Who do you think should be Superman besides Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves wouldn't be a good Superman. He'd be a tremendous Superman. You shut your mouth. <laughs> John Wick. Superman. You got a problem with Keanu Reeves. You got a problem with me. I suggest you let that one marinate. <laughs> God, I'm going to have to hear that so often now. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Henry Cavill is, is the perfect. He's the perfect guy for that role. I mean, there's there's really no other, no other person I can think of offhand that is as perfect for that role. Shouldn't they just get some unknown guy? Sort of like they just do with Just get some unknown British guy. Yeah. I like the fact they can that speak a good in uh, one of the Mission Impossible movies when he's fighting, he loads his fists up. And then on, on the Krypton show, they had one of the it – was, it's, it, I think it's – it's not Kal-El, but he's in, he's one of, in the House of El. He's in a fight with somebody. He does that like as a nod to Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, that is a tragic thing about that casting because he is more Superman than any other Superman. Brandon Ralph, even, uh, even Christopher Reeve. He's more Superman than any of them. And they fuck the movies up so fucking bad that he's just going to drop the role. I would be one of those people if I was, you know, had to come and take over the studio. Yeah, I'm Charles Keenan. I'm a fucking, <laughs> I'm a... Steel worker for West Virginia. I'm taking this shit over <laughs> and just punch, start punching people. Um, but I would really get, would literally go to him and say, listen, man, we'll, we'll do one more movie. And if you don't like it after that one, then you can leave and then just make sure that movie's good. You know, that's what I would do. So 
They should get whoever made uh, Brightburn to uh, to make the new Superman because they they fucking nailed that. Zephyr was an evil. Well, the people. Zack Snyder got so much press for for Dawn of the Dead. You know, I was watching the movie the other day. You know, one of the reason, you know, the reason why Dawn of the Dead was so good, it wasn't his shitty directing. James Gunn wrote the fucking script. Oh, he did the screenplay. Yeah. So you, it's be hard to fuck something up that James Gunn made. You know what I mean? They need to get James Gunn and and and, uh, and Joss Whedon those guys to come over to fucking DC and do that shit. And and and. I know that whoever owns Marvel is going to be like that's going to make them nervous. They're going to be like, hey, listen, man, we're just trying to make comic book movies great for everybody, and bring and bring the game up for everybody, because that benefits everybody. If you see a great DC movie, you want to go see the other great Marvel movie. You know what I mean? So, and Marvel's already done it. They, I mean, it's yeah, it's a down it's, not, it's a downhill it's slide from here. No, them. it's not. It is not. It, they've be reached their pinnacle. It's not going to get better. I think it'll hold for a while, and they'll keep making good movies. I think, Spider-Man's but you've told the great. story. You've told the story. Yeah. You're not going to get a bigger villain than Thanos. Well, Galactus, that's not... I mean... But Thanos was so cool. Thanos was a really great villain. I was really pleased with that. Um, I don't know, man. I just... Uh, watching those animated movies, it's, you know, that's a favorite thing. So, John, you got anything? Um, let me get a pluggy thing. Maybe I'll do a music favorite things this... Hell week. yeah. Uh, this song is a favorite thing. Shut up. Is it one of my songs, John? You don't have to do that. That's a fucking Stranger Things soundtrack. Oh yeah, the uh, it's a remixed version of it. It's got the it's got the boom. Uh, boom. I, and I love that music. Like I like the music when they're inter- just not not the not the intro music, but when they're just introducing the characters at the beginning of it. Just that little bit of synthesized. Oh, it's, the, it's fucking tremendous. Yeah, the, the, the music for that show is is, is awesome. And then uh, this other song, I just it occurred to me that you can put on this summer list. Oh hell yeah! Uh, I haven't listened to it in a long time, and it's just like yeah, this is like ultimate summer song. Summertime, 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 summertime. summertime. You guys probably won't be familiar with it, but it used it used to be a staple for me. Is this yes? No. Animal Collective. I've heard the name. I like I don't really care for a lot of their albums, but this album is amazing. Merriweather Post Pavilion. But um very atmospheric. It is. I said it's always like a good song like Put on my headphones when I was like biking around Morgantown in the summertime. When's this from? This came out probably like 2008, 80 or six or seven or. Maybe it was later than that. Maybe it was nine. I don't know. 2000s. And the album is pretty heavily influenced by uh, Pet Sounds or Beach Boys. Oh yeah, but stylistically very different. Really cool harmonies. I like that. What? What? Oh. 
trying to think of what this. It's got a little bit of a. There's a little bit of the Who in there because of the constant synthesizer thing going. Yeah, it does. There's that Who song that does that. Yeah, Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. And it, this part reminds me of the Beach Boys. But also kind of like, um, almost like an African. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Paul Simon, like when yeah. you went to that, that phase with the. the uh, happy African music. Yeah. The smiling African guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't African, African child. child. <laughs> I just do the African, African face. <laughs> just do the African guy face. Yeah, we haven't even got to the chorus yet. It's kind of a long song. But, That's uh, cool. It's a good one. The whole album is, is like this good. It, it's ridiculous. It's like such an ear candy song put on headphones and smoke some herb and listen to melt into the couch. I don't smoke herb. I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't had any for a while. I like his a lot. I love hand claps, like in, in songs. Jack and Diane. Yeah. Or uh, in the uh, the Friends theme. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of song, and then there's this really cool breakdown. You know, like there's this, like, this bridge outro breakdown thing that's really ear candy and really cool. But uh, there's that, yeah. And then I, I had a good I had a good fight week. Yeah, didn't you train three or four times this week? Uh, I went to the gym three times, so I did two, three striking sessions and three jujitsu sessions. How's that coming along? The jits? Good. I'm Can I start calling it jits? I'm getting a lot better. <laughs> I get. I'm always fucking bruised up, and my fucking see this knot on my head. I get playing playing a punch face with with a pro MMA fighter. You mm. tend to get some welts. Jesus. Punch face, my nose hurts. I got he need me in the solo plexus real good, knock the wind out of me. It was a good session. Those fights last night were fucking good, dude. Yeah, they, they were fucking. There's something bringing it. Something going on down there in South Carolina because this wasn't like a huge card. It was just on ESPN Plus. It's like everybody had something to prove. It, it was like everybody went out there, like Dana White said beforehand. If you just put on a good show, I'm going to give you an extra fifty thousand dollars. Doesn't matter, win or lose. If you, if you go out there and throw it out there, and everybody went, went it's out there amazing how and the, chucked ham and eggers. It was it's amazing how the, this, this, this crazy capitalism things work. Where if you incentivize <laughs> someone, if you give them a reason to want to do it, they'll do it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Isn't that what it seemed like, though? I mean, I, I watched it from the very beginning. You came in on the third fight, which ended in nine seconds. Yeah. The fucking dude just caught a dude. Come, he, dude was coming in, and he just hit him Stuck with a jab. Out, yeah. Boom. It, he didn't even put anything on it. Just, here, have that. And then he just fucking folds him down. Then he gets... He was still alive whenever whenever he hit the mat. Then the guy just comes over top of him. Boom. Boom. Two shots, and the referee saves his life. Really, after the first shot, he, I think he was out. His head bounced off the canvas. Yeah. But I, I don't know what it was, man. Fucking Korean zombie came back and... Uh, Murked that motherfucker in less than a minute, I think. Maybe it may have been two minutes. 
but it was just insane. The, usually the the uh, the lower the in between fights between the pay per views, you'll have a couple of good ones. But last night it was like. I don't know what the fuck happened. Everybody just went out there and just fucking chucked. It was fucking amazing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it was a good night. And it was just like a regular Fox night, you know, fight night or whatever. Yeah, ESPN. Pay-per-view or anything like that. In the realm of physical activity stuff, uh, we do. I've I've reached that that sweet spot where my strength just keeps going up and up and up and up. So I'm repping 400 pounds on the deadlift. Um, uh with ease, yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, I can. I bet I couldn't even do three hundred now. I bet you could. Probably don't want to though. Well, I mean, <laughs> not right now. Four hundred pounds for ten. Jesus fuck. Um, I, need, I I should punch you in the face. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm a man of my word. Five felt good, so I kept going. Well, okay, that's fine. Um, that was that wrecked me for the rest of the day, though. I put it down. I was like, yeah, I'm done. Um. <laughs> Squats aren't coming as good as they were. I'm repping well over 300 pounds. Um, uh, getting, I think the difference is now I'm making sure I get super low. Like I even took the the safety bars out because they, well, I wouldn't get low enough. So I'm literally my my ass brushed my heels at one point. Like when I was, Jesus. yeah, it's going getting super low. Um, Doing fucking Hindu squats. Well, I mean that's the top of my heel, not. You know the back of my leg. Yeah, like you near, kept your feet flat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. But uh, some volume. Oh, sorry. So I'm just playing background music. Then um, bench press is coming up real well. Um, I always get stuck on that uh, with my shoulder. I was getting stuck on that 225 where I didn't want to go in above it, but it, it got so easy. So I'm repping above 225 again. Um, like I said, ultimate goal: 400 bench. 600 squat, 600 deadlift. 600 deadlift I'll be getting in, in a six months. Um, it's going to take me a year or more to get 400 bench and 600 squat. You so. should have somebody there filming you when you do the 600 deadlift. Well, it, I'm going to do a projected max because I ain't trying to hurt myself. I ain't trying to hurt myself. No, I, I, too, I've already, I know what I have to do to get that projected max. I know have the, the weight I have to lift to get... You know, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to deadlift 500 pounds ten times, pretty much. So that's insane. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I could get it. Like not now, but you know, eventually. Eventually, yeah. Um, and then squatting is gonna be. I mean, that's that's the tough one. How much are you want to do squatting? 600. 600. Um, I bet you could do it once right now. I could do. Let's go try it. I could do. I could do four plus right now. Uh, you know, approaching five on the squat right now, probably. Um, Are you going to do a projected on the on the squat mm-hmm. and, on, and on bench? I mean, I'm doing this. I'm not doing this for competition. I'm doing it for me. So you know, I know some people put a lot of stock in projected. Some people don't. I put stock in it. I think it is accurate. And there's no um, reason to fucking hurt yourself. No, I might do it for a three. That would be you know more. You know, I'd have to bench three. 75, 365, 375, three times or so to get a 400 bench. That's, I don't know anybody around here that can do that. So, um, you know, I'm, again, you are in competition with other people, but you're most in competition with yourself. Um, the deadlift, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I should have always been deadlifting because I'm, I'm just really good at them. 
And um, I remember, though, I was always fairly... I remember walking in one time. We were down at Golly, and they were all... You know, all the big dogs, Moose, and making them all, all were all deadlifting. They had 400 pounds loaded on the bar. And they were just doing it for one. And, you know, four plates is 405. So I, without even warming up or anything, I just walked in there and picked it up. You know, and set it back down. And you're like, didn't you call them a bunch of faggots? And no. Away? I mean, they were, they went higher than that. I mean, they were, they're strong guys, man. But, you know, I hadn't lifted. You tell me Moose is strong. <laughs> a guy named Moose. <laughs> six foot six, 385 pounds. You tell me he's strong. Yeah. Well, he's not weak. Um, <laughs> no, and uh, you, you know, Makey's one of the, he was nationally ranked uh, bench presser. I mean, he was top. He was up there, raw. I mean, he was raw bench presser. You know, he didn't bench with a shirt or wraps or any of that stuff. Yeah, th- those things are kind of cheating. I don't know if they're cheating. I they, don't know because either. powerlifters aren't really concerned. Like, I, I you know, I, I'm not concerned with it. I don't really care. Um, I do think that it gives, I, I do think that people get around the rules sometimes and manipulate the equipment to throw up lifts that they shouldn't probably be able to do. Um, the super wide grip and the arched back and all that shit, I'm not down with that. I mean, I, I don't bench that way. Um, I believe a little bit of an arch is important. Maybe a fist underneath your back, but not the whole fucking thing where you're like this. Well, they might it's as well just, just be doing uh, a decline. Yeah, a decline bench with a super wide grip where you have to go two inches. What is that? You know, I, I, I the way I grip it, I put my hands four inches apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, insane. bring it down to like right up the bridge of your. Yeah, nose. I do skull crushers with it. <laughs> um, the the. Best thing I'm able to do right now is uh, the chin-ups have really... I'm doing six reps at a time now. Um, and I'll soon be able to do hanging chin-ups. I mean, I'm, it's, it's happening. Like, What's the difference between a hanging chin-up and a regular one? Well, when you stop from a dead stop, it makes it easier, of course. You're still pulling your weight, but it's not... You know, you're not working against so much inertia. But... You're still doing a chin-up. Like, it still counts. But, you know, it's not as difficult as a hanging chin-up where your legs are up and pulling yourself up. That's just, man, that's that's a difficult thing to do. So, um, I can't wait to be able to do those. I'm not too far away. Another few months, I'll be able to do them. Um, my body weight has stayed fairly constant. Like, I've gotten much leaner and able to do a lot of the heavier weights that I was able to do when I was much heavier. You look like you're about 266. That's close. I'm too sick. I'm, I'm probably too between two fifty five to two sixty five. I mean, I'm not. I don't really get on the scale. So, um, you know, I, I believe that doing the power training eventually, your body just adapts to what you tell it to do. So, I'm just going to keep doing it. I told some people that I love that I was going to try to get away from it because my heart and all that stuff when I had that, that episode. Um. I don't believe there's anything wrong with power training, so um, I'm just going to keep doing it. It makes me feel good, and I, I believe it, it really keeps me in good shape because when I'm able to squat and deadlift a lot, one of the, there's on number three furnace at work. There's this huge flight of steps that you have to go up. Like if you fly, I can run up it, you know. And I was doing it where I would do ten push-ups at the top, you know, and that's all from powerlifting. I don't do. Cardio. I don't do. You know, I probably should. cardio is lifting the weights faster. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. Sure. I mean, you know, cardio is where you're doing seven. You're doing four sets of seven, as opposed to five sets of five. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No, I just. <laughs> I really, I really enjoy it, and it's one thing that keeps me uh, happy and into it, and, and feeling good about myself. That's really the the, the key thing here is. Feeling good about 
yourself. So you it's, like you like yoga, anything. you like martial arts, I like powerlifting. I mean, those are all great things. I'm debating on getting back into lifting once I get down to 225. <laughs> which I believe is probably not possible no. for me unless I cut off half of my leg. Well, I mean, you're just your frame is too big to be that small. I'm a Samoan. I mean, it's absolutely possible. It's just a question Dehydration. of should you? Yeah. I mean, is that, <laughs> is that what you want? And are you willing to make I would have to be, sacrifices to I lose? would have to be actually skinny to get down that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be skinny. I'm trying. If I could be at 230 and be the strength I am now, that would be that would be something. Like, I would be a rock. There would be no, really no excess fat on me. You know, so. Um, Other than your stupid fat head. Hey. <laughs> the goosh. <laughs> My favorite thing, um, I don't really, I don't know. Um, we had inventory at work this week. And uh, I've been coming in early for, I worked 50 hours this week. Then I worked yesterday for eight hours. And uh, that doesn't count towards last, our time period goes from Sunday through Friday. And I was like, well, I'd really rather... So what I worked yesterday counts towards this week. It doesn't matter. But uh, the the manager, the branch manager, was giving like this speech beforehand, and I can't help when we're in a group setting. I can't help but be an asshole. When really like, anybody, <laughs> anybody got any questions? And I raised my hand. Yeah, yeah, Dutch. What's up? Can I go home? <laughs> no. And I was like, well, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kept giving his speech And he's like Now uh, I want you to be careful And be safe And enjoy each other And I went Raise my hand <laughs> Can you clarify that? <laughs> what do you mean Enjoy each other? <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks away <laughs> Should have done the Chris Farley one When he says something Take your hand down <laughs> so What do you mean Enjoy each other boss? But, um, uh, what are the Trying to think of something I did or watched or uh, I haven't really done anything or watched anything cool other than fucking Letterkenny. I'm on my second trip through that now. It's such a quick, quick watch. There's only like 35 episodes or 20 minutes a piece. Yeah, and I think it's so funny. I don't know how you feel. You've seen a few episodes of it. It's yeah, funny. I, I like it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed I mean, definitely. <laughs> it's got a very, it's got a very kids in the hall vibe. Yeah, it's real, real dry. A lot of people are comparing it to Trailer Park Boys, and it's. It, that doesn't No, Trailer Park Boys It's just because they're Canadian Yeah But uh, They're Like the All the characters in this Have redeeming qualities There's one character In the Trailer Park Boys That has a redeeming quality And it's Bubbles And his redeeming quality Is, he, is that he likes kitties <laughs> Other than that Everybody's an asshole Everybody's a drug addict Everybody's a prick What, in Trailer Park Boys? Yeah I've never really watched I it. like it I like them all But they're They're all assholes all Right Except for Bubbles uh, He also collects Shopping carts and fixes them and tries and sells them back to the the grocery stores. That's one thing he so does. Odd. <laughs> God, I just always assume they just throw those away or melt them down. No, he just he like he finds them like they'll they'll shove them over a hill or something into the weeds and he'll just pull them out and haul them back to his trailer or his whatever he's living in. Sometimes he lives in a trailer. Sometimes he lives in like a. Like a shed Like I have out there <laughs> And he gets He fixes them somehow And sells them back It's a weird thing I don't know But letter I, I think uh, The comparison's weird To put them together Because they're so different Other than They're they're both uh, Dialogue driven Yeah 
and they both kind of hammer things home with their dialogue. It's like a, <laughs> almost everything's a slow burn where they repeat everything over and over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Favorite thing. Uh, Donald Trump um, calling off a drone strike that would have killed 200 people instead of letting them go ahead and do it. I respect that. I like that. Yeah, I do too. Um, him saying things against the military industrial complex. I'm wondering if he wants to get... I think he doesn't want to work. I don't think he wants the job anymore. I think that he's tried one route, and now he's going to try another. He's going to try to turn at least a portion of his base against himself to get him to not have to do the job anymore because he's just there, – there is – don't get me wrong. Uh, Donald Trump has not had an attack of conscience. He, does, he's, he doesn't have one. <laughs> so I mean, Maybe not, but, like, I don't care if he's doing it for political reasons or Well, yeah, the reason is – I don't it. give a shit. Right. Stop killing people with my money. Absolutely. As I little agree. money as I give to you. Use it for if you're going to force me to give it to you, do something good, right? Instead of killing brown people, brown people that I probably wouldn't like. Force, but force me to give it to you. <laughs> kind of a funny way of putting. It. Yeah, we'll take it. You take it. <laughs> Just say steal. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I think. Um, anyway, I, I uh, think let me clarify. Orange man, bad. Okay, thanks. We might we <laughs> might be entering into a new a new era where where he really. He really starts to show the real side of Donald. See, he's he's been in Bruce Wayne mode, and we're gonna start seeing the Batman. That what he does at night that we don't get all the heroic things that we don't yeah, get to see. Yeah, and he doesn't publicize. And yeah, so so the second turn, twenty twenty, the third, the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth turn, seventh, eighth, will be cyborg. We'll see. We'll see just a different face every did you, time. Did you click the link that I sent you to his Twitter? And ultimately. Yeah, but I didn't really... It's a gif that somebody made probably as a joke. Yeah, and he retweeted it. And he retweeted it, but it's like Donald Trump 2020. And yeah. it's just him standing there looking dopey, swaying back and forth. Yeah. Then 2024, 2028, Gosh. 32, all the way to like 3,000. Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies is playing. <laughs> and it just says Trump forever. <laughs> he shared it. He, That's the thing. He it's, retweeted it. So he's got to be in on this fucking joke. There's no way he doesn't think that's hilarious. I I, I don't think he's in on any joke. I think that he. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Quite frankly, I was I was watching a thing that David Pakman had put on. Um, going through, there is a checklist that you have to go through to people that are semi literate, and he checks every box with a big red fucking X. <laughs> I mean, it's just. I, well, anyway, as I was okay, saying, sorry, go ahead. And Heroist, as and as heroism. As I think time goes on and the global the global thing starts happening, you know, instead of, you know, we're going to build the wall only because we're going to wind up annexing Mexico and then and then Canada and then the Middle East, you know, and then we'll, we'll, the United States will just keep growing and growing and growing until until Donald Trump is, you know, we'll have the technology to keep him alive into his hundreds. And he'll ultimately become God Emperor of all mankind. I think so. And I, I don't. I know that it's, it's, he's like Jon Snow, right? He doesn't want the power. No. <laughs> he, he. I don't want it. He, he doesn't want it. He's not the. He's not the the emperor that he wants to be. He's doing it because he has to. Because he's, who else can? He's 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 not the hero we deserve. Right. He's the Some, hero we need. Something like that. And uh, he's gonna. Uh, that's what. That's the world. That's the world that I would like to see. But I know that's not going to happen because. Uh, there's too much evil in the world to allow him to such a sweet, sweet man really reach his full flowering potential. Yeah, right now he's as just the a god caterpillar. emperor. As the god emperor, right now he's just a caterpillar of all mankind. 
We want him to turn into a beautiful, powerful butterfly that will take the world to new heights. I mean, Kanye's going to be his vice president at Easy. some point. Yeah. At some point. No at doubt. Some point. Um, no doubt in my mind. Kim Kardashian will be the... Uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. is actually still alive, and he's yeah. going to be the vice president for one term. Yeah. And we're going to learn about what happened in 9-11. Mm-hmm. We're going to learn about what happened to JFK, the shadow... The deep state's going to be revealed. The Fed's going to get audited, and the frogs will become straight again. That's what. That's really what this is all about: is turning the frogs back straight, because they're going to become extinct if they're all gay. I don't know if you guys know this. Two dudes, two cannot, weenies, cannot produce a child. Sure. I don't know if you're aware of this. Unless there's some mutation that happens where, like, you know. That the frog goes trans and sucks mm. the penis in, and it becomes a vagina and ovaries instead of a cock and balls. They do that. Some, some. That's the thing that, all, that there Donald are Trump there are species that have done that. That where the in captivity snakes have bred. Mm-hmm. There were like two males or something, and somehow they laid eggs. Yeah, <laughs> they mutated and bec- actually went trans. It can't happen with usually like reptiles and amphibians and shit. Oh, I forgot the uh, the Rogan podcast had Bob Lazar on it, who worked at Area Fifty One in the eighties. And uh, it's fucking interesting. I'm not all the way through it yet, but he said like some of the things he worked on. He he was hired to reverse engineer a fucking craft or multiple crafts that they found. He said they they had nine of them. He said at least one of them was found at an archaeological dig. Jesus. Yeah. He said they could do things that are impossible. with our wasn't there, laws of physics, wasn't there things like where you you know you put two hands like like in a flight of the navigator and you put like a hand on two orbs and you actually you're conscious you can control the thing like with your you know almost like with your consciousness or something you can make it move. Well, we can do that now. Like this is, well, I, that, I, I know that th- I believe that they can. Yes, yeah, because, because they reverse engineered this. Right, shit. right. But I, I heard that that was one thing That's, that they could. I think probably but, one of the crafts. I don't know if it's the same one that this guy was working on. There, there's a documentary on Netflix that I haven't got to watch yet. Might watch it later um, about this guy, Bob Lazar. Um, it's just super fucking interesting and like it's kind of scary. But like, are they going to do evil things with it? He said the he he came out a, wall, a long time ago and said that gravity is is waves. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not like a force. It's waves, and nobody really knows how how the fuck it works. We just know it does. And then um, a few years ago, science scientists confirmed that it's waves. And he said, once you can, what they have is a, is a machine that controls gravity, essentially, with these crafts. And he said, once you can do that, you're, you can be unstoppable. You're impenetrable. Mm-hmm. You can, you, these force fields, like he said, science fiction eventually becomes science fact. Absolutely. So... <laughs> Like, All the stuff on Star Trek is is uh, is a working theory. I mean, it's actually the it's mostly stuff, coming true. Yeah, like even even particles, they like chronotons and stuff like that. I mean, those are those are real. I mean, uh, subatomic particles that are sub 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 subatomic yeah. quarks and all that shit. It's all real. I'm really interested to see the documentary. He's he, on the podcast. He's super nervous because he doesn't want to get killed for exposing all this information. Yeah, and uh, he said. People uh, camp out at his house to talk to him about their experiences with aliens, and he hasn't seen aliens. He just has worked with a, what we're guessing is their technology, 
And the, shit, there's a there's a whole fucking there's a whole branch of the government that we don't hear about that studies this shit. They came out and said something about it a few months ago, mm-hmm. and nobody cared because they were mad at Trump. <laughs> well, then there's also the Russians have come out and said, like their government has been more transparent about it, and saying, yeah, I think has officially come out. And so said, there's aliens. So yeah, that they're real. And what they could be is us. But from a, evolved, from a, it yeah. could have been yeah humans from a hundred thousand years ago that survived a, a catastrophic event, went into space, and come back and fuck with us or fuck because with they uh, shit. they fi- the 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 big gray alien you, we've all seen him yeah the grays they just call them the grays they uh they're long and slender and yeah the physicality is not they don't necessary have any, anymore they don't have any junk they can figure out a different way to reproduce that the, that's Their the heads one are from that movie um fire in the sky or whatever yeah that one in uh, the fourth Close kind encounters which have you ever seen that fourth kind yeah i'm not sure maybe it'll freak you out is it about a therapist yeah, and this woman who came in and it has actual footage. Too. Yes, and it's fucking nuts. Yeah, I saw it. And my mom was watching it. And I, I was, it was freaking me. I was like, "You got to turn this off." Not because I was scared, because it was kicking my anxiety up for some reason. It was just, I didn't think any of you know. I, I don't know. It was just nerve wracking. But, but the thing, the, the what, I think they said it on on that podcast is that those are what people are seeing are evolved humans who have figured out a way to fold time and come back. I think, or something. I don't fucking know. And then this is so above my pay grade. And then there's like, yeah, and then there's like these, these like orbs that some sometimes they're different, that they, because they bend space time, they don't, when you see them, they go, they're here, they're here, they're here. They like move, like, like they shift mm-hmm. from it's one place like to the other. Yeah, they're like doing little mini teleportations. Yeah. But, but close together. And I, I've actually seen that. that. This is shit that I've actually seen little, like a little globe come and just fucking fly away. I've seen shit like Jesus that. Jesus fuck. Not on drugs or, you know, not yeah. on dr- any more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> but then I've seen, and I've seen stuff in the sky that was UFO that moved in ways like this is not, this is not a helicopter. This is not a satellite. You know, you're mm-hmm. checking off the things. This is something else. Right. I've it's seen several, I've seen several things like that. Not a real alien, but I've seen different UFOs in different forms. I wonder what, like, when's the government just going to finally, is it going to be like uh, the Chappelle be, sketch? That'd be mass hysteria. This is my boy Bibble. And people and people won't believe it because there's so many so much people have so many people have so much at stake with thinking we're the center of the universe. I mean, well, the entire scientific scientific community I'm doing quotation marks is built on this idea that that it's that's linear that human pro- that uh, biological process is linear and that we're at the epoch we're at the the apex of of um, this this progress. You know, it's like. You know, science is so rad. Progress. We're at the, the highest level that anything is ever. And, and this, there's this whole narrative that it, you know starts mm-hmm. with caveman and goes up to where we are now, right? And it's a linear, straight path up. And then, but if you go back and look, there's like a lot of scientists now. They're saying actually, there's you know, ten thousand years ago, they built go back go Tepe or whatever, yeah. and all this shit. Like they, they had. A lot of knowledge that we no longer have that was more sophisticated. That's what they say. Thing, uh, Graham Hancock's, uh, and maybe says, it was aliens, and maybe it was an advanced, advanced human beings, or advanced homeo, uh, some some kind of humanoid, right? Then there's all those humans with the big skulls, yeah, the big skulls, and the, you know, there's all kinds of crazy shit. I, I'm just interested to see if it are are they ever going to admit it? Or are we going to have to be visited, like, and then say, "Hey, we're here. We're you." 
Um, well, it's one of the things that the God Emperor is going to do. Is he's oh, going to reunite us oh. with the others. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because he was... He was he was given the message by JFK Jr. before he faked his death that the aliens are going <laughs> to... You think he faked his death? <laughs> There's a group of... I'm, I'm on a Facebook group that believe that JFK <laughs> faked his... And, and his family faked his death. And that um, they believe that JFK and his family faked their death to, to so that they wouldn't get murdered and his kids... And that there's going to be a big reveal, and Donald Trump, Donald Trump knows about it, and they're going to reveal the the deep state, and JFK is going to be Donald Trump's running mate. He's going to come. He's like July Fourth. A lot of people think this July. 4th. This July Fourth. A lot of people one. think that. Yeah, but it's it's like the fucking. It's uh, like the, the Mayan calendar thing. Yeah, you know, it's. it's uh, I, I don't. See and they any actually other. believe it. There's no tongue in cheek. No. Yeah. There. There's like a. Yeah. There's like three thousand some people in the group, and they're like very sincere. Are you? Do you post in it and? No, I don't know. Watch. No, I just I'm just kind of just observing. You're a lurker. I like it. I do the same thing in the DDPY thing. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a lurker. Like in most groups, but in in this particular one, somebody somebody mentioned it to me and said, "Hey, check this out." I was like, "Okay, I'll check it out." And so that's I kind of want to check group. Do you have to be invited to be in the group? No, you just you just um you have to send a request and answer a question or something so you prove you're a real person all right let me know what that is later because i, I want to see it's, these motherfuckers it's they are alive all caps alive J- jfk jr his wife evelyn and family that's the title of the group it's like a paragraph if he's not alive i want i mean he's definitely dead right we we pretty much think he's dead who jfk we don't JFK know jr we don't know yeah he's dead but uh, I think so. Did, do you think he was taken out so he wouldn't end up becoming president? Because that that dude probably would have ended up. I haven't really. President. I haven't really studied uh, it. JFK Jr. could have walked in after any election and pointed at whoever was sitting there and said, "You're in my seat. Get up." <laughs> and I, as as ridiculous as I would have found that, part of me would have been like, "And I'm a." And I'm a down the line person, you know what I mean? I don't think that I, would, I don't think that would be cool, but there would be a, an urgent time me to say, "Yeah, get up and let him have the chair." You know what yeah. I, mean? Like, I mean, look at him. I mean, he's look fucking, at him. He's statuesque. He's handsome as all. He's fuck. smart as fuck. Seems like a nice. Fella. He's got he's got charisma. He oozes fucking charisma. Have you ever seen? Well, him? Yeah. Have you, have he oozes blood now. Well, that doesn't ooze much no, of anything. No, he does oozes dust, I suppose, yeah. or. Something such. Um, no, but have you ever seen interviews or stuff with him when he was younger? Yeah, well, he's alive. Yeah. Is unreal. Just I mean, absolutely just, overflowing with charisma. Yeah, I mean more than his father. That's the thing too. He didn't have the accent. JFK, not what your country can do for you. JFK had charisma, but if you want to see somebody who you don't even have to hear him talk to to realize how much charisma they had, look at pictures of Joe Joe Junior. Joe Kennedy Junior. Yes, who was who was JFK's older brother who died in a in a a friendly fire accident in World War Two. Holy fuck. You talk about handsome and just, and was, JFK was kind of spindly where he had problems with his back and stuff. Joe was like a solid, I mean, he wasn't a big guy, but he, you tell he, he was athletic and he just had this thing, man. Like he, JFK was like, it looks a lot like Teddy. There's actually better pictures than that. There's, he was, he, uh, when he's smiling, it really comes out. But, um, you know, when you smile, the whole world smiles with you. Yeah, there's there's a pretty good one smiling with a little bomber jacket on. Yeah, I mean, look, you can just tell he's just got a bit of a stash. He looks uh, he looks kind of like Captain America. Like, yeah. <laughs> what about this other Joe Kennedy, the redheaded guy? 
It's Joe Kennedy Jr. He, well, there's a new one. He's still alive. The third. I guess. Yeah, he's like he's he was. Hmm. I don't know what I'm looking for now. Oh man, God, I don't want to work today. Don't go. Fuck it. No, I mean I. I know it's fine. I've gotten to the point at work. Tell him to huff pud. I'm actually reading. Uh, as another favorite thing, real quick. Uh, did I mention that I was reading in the Dragonlance book where it was like the meeting between? Yeah, I did. I remember so talking about on the show. Well, I'm I'm reading. I finished Dune. Had I finished Dune when we talked last time? No, you had. Okay, I finished it. Um, it's a great book. But I'm starting to read Dune Messiah. Dune Messiah is a good book, but it is a. They didn't wait till the second act to to throw a monkey wrench into everything and not create an epic fantasy. I mean, an epic sci-fi book. They waited till a second book, and it was so. It was one of the most disappointing sci-fi books of all time. At the same time, being one of the best ever written. Like it was the downside to messiahs and you know jihads and all this shit, and. Well, I mean, there's nothing but downside to jihad, but I'm saying with Messiah's, you know, Paul Muad'Di was nothing this, but upside if you're the one going to heaven. Yeah, but I'm saying that for killing yourself, but the Fremen in, engage in this fucking galaxy wide jihad. And they and they wipe out billions of people, trillion trillions of people, actually. And Paul has to deal with that. Paul Atreides has to deal with it. And I love the book. Not least because they bring back Duncan Idaho uh, after he got killed, and he's this Gola, this this thing with metal eyes. It's really fucking creepy. Great book, but it's man. For some reason, those books crawling up and down my spine. They they make my anxiety worse sometimes. They're, there's well, nothing warm about them. Yeah, there's nothing. It, 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 that's why I never really watched the movie very much mm-hmm. or anything like that. There is nothing warm about it. Th- yeah, there's nothing comforting about it. Right. It, it's it's not relatable. Like in terms I, of like. I think it's relatable, but it's, it's relatable it's, in the darker parts of, of it's, humanity. It's interesting, but it's not. Um, yeah, it's just it's just not humanity. Well, to balance that out, I started reading the Dwarven Nations trilogy, which is the Dwarven Nations from Dra- Dragonlance, and it's really good. Like, it's not as good as uh, as uh, the the book with Flint and, and uh, Tannis, but it's helping me with my Dragonlance story that I've, I've really started to advance and has really, you know, gotten a few pages down and going really well. So, um, I love those, those, those Dragonlance books are so warm. It's part of my childhood. It's, you know, some of them aren't terribly well written, but some of them are extremely well written. It's, it stands up with any Epic fantasy I've ever read. But as a matter of fact, it's better than Epic fantasy because a lot of Epic fantasy, the warm moments aren't there. Some of these are like a blanket. You just throw them on. You like, man, this is even though there's there's violence and you know and and combat and stuff. It's it's a real like <laughs> Sunday morning laying on the you know just bundled up napping kind of feeling. You know what I mean? And that's this this Dwarven Nations trilogy. I started it again. I actually never finished them. I read the first book and got halfway through the second one, and then something happened. But I'm man, they're they're good. Like it's really, I, I really I, well, the thing I like best about it. Is that who Dan Parkinson wrote it, and he he was a big he's a big Dungeons and Dragons nerd, always has been. So he he said you can't. I was reading an interview with him. He said you can't depict uh, a non-human character as just a human that looks different. He said you they have to be completely different with th- different things they eat, different religion, different you know ways right. of ways of looking at things. Yeah. So dwarves in this are they put metal powders on their food. They, you know, even their weddings are different. Like they throw uh, pieces of steel at the, 
at the at the broad, broad and groom instead of like rice and stuff. Instead it's like yeah, it's, re- it's really cool. You know, I like the way they do that, and um, you know, and I can't wait to because every, the the last book that I read in the series that had gotten really good towards the middle and I just abandoned it because I got kind of snooty. I was like, this isn't real fantasy. I'm reading Tad Williams and stuff now. Fuck that. If, if you like to read it, fucking read it. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. have to be right. It doesn't, you don't owe anybody, you know, to if a movie doesn't have to be good for you to enjoy it. Absolutely. That's true. Words were never spoken. Some of my favorite movies are bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, star Wars are bad movies. There's two good star Wars movies. Maybe three. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Clone Wars. <laughs> Clone Wars. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, the clone. I mean, I mean Blood Attack Sport. of the Clones is garbage. It's one of the worst movies. The ever documentary Bloodsport. It wasn't well put together, but I really loved it. What, the Pink Man? No, the documentary oh. Bloodsport. <laughs> Have you watched the Pink Man thing about yes. the Frank Dukes? God, it's so it. fucking great. I go down a rabbit hole. And a sheet of Kim. And, yeah. yeah, I went on a big one, man. I was like watching all of them because they would just keep playing on YouTube. Um that's that the algorithm does get you, man. Yeah, it does. It really does. But um, that's exactly what I like. It's pro wrestling stuff. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think that something, as opposed to just taking it for qualities that make it some kind of existential higher thing, why don't you look at the qualities that make it appeal to you? You know what I mean? Star Wars is great, but there's only, in actuality, one good Star Wars movie. The Empire Strikes Back. It's extremely well crafted. It's incredibly well written. It's great. The other ones, man, Star Wars, the first Star Wars, not good. It, Return of the Jedi had one good moment in it. And he walks. <laughs> I remember, you know, I'm glad I saw that as a kid because if I had seen that as an adult, I'd have stormed out of the fucking theater. I'd be like, this is <laughs> fucking dog shit. You know, not but, just the Ewoks. There's the whole job of the hut scene, yeah. the sexy costume. The beginning of the movie wasn't bad. The flips from hovercraft to hovercraft over the big over the big desert vagina. I kind of like that. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I love. But, I like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but I'm is saying, it where no, Luke misses the punch too, or a kick or something? I don't know. The the, the jarring, uh, shitty death of Boba Fett. That wasn't cool. <laughs> Boba Fett was such a great character. They killed him, Darth Maul. So I mean, how, uh, why was he such a great? I don't understand the Boba. He was Fett in thing. for five seconds. I he was remember. barely in the movies. I don't, he's I do cool not understand looking. the fascination. He's got cool stuff. He's he's just yeah. the helmet. I mean, slick I, stuff. Just, just so <laughs> I've I've never I've never Good understood stuff. the Boba Fett fetish. I just don't. You know, I don't. I, he's I not don't even a mem- call it a Boba even, fetish. He's not even a memorable character to me. No, to me he was. I mean, it's because of the equipment and and his, the fact that he didn't talk a lot and stuff. That that's and uh, his role in the Empire Strikes Back. He he Vader. Let him go to set the trap, and he and he won, and he, and his ship was called Slave One and stuff like that. Come on, I mean that's just that's so. And the ship was so cool looking, like it would tilt up to fly. And I remember I had Slave One, like, uh, and it had a thing where you could put in the the kryptonite frozen Han Solo. You could flip it down, stick him in there, flip it back in, and those the the toys in the fucking eighties were amazing. Oh yeah, but um, it's the same thing with Darth Maul. Darth Maul had a total of maybe fifteen minutes of screen time. And he's just so menacing looking. Such an evil looking character. A fucking duel of the fates, no matter what anybody says. The Empire, uh, the the episode one, that fight is worth the price of admission. I mean, he's just, Darth Maul is a fucking badass. And that's why I would have, like when I was sitting there thinking about how I'd rewrite it, I'd keep him alive to the third act. And the thing that seals Vader's 
fall is a killing those kids and b striking down Darth Maul because he has to he has to strike down you can't there can't be more than two there has to be balance. so so the emperor sets it up where they fight it out you know to see who's going to be you know that's the way they would do it no holds bar attack it it would be survival of the fittest that is there is no more Sith thing than that so you have those two badasses battle it out holy fuck who wouldn't want to have seen that you know what I mean it's I want to see it now yeah I mean when I wrote it let's I, let's do a shot for shot uh, remake until that point I wish we had the fucking money well, to do we what? can do makeup we can <laughs> Baxter as Darth Maul yeah it's laying there <laughs> <laughs> another bad movie that I really like is The Room Oh God! So yes. much fun. Yeah, it's so dumb. Like, what? Is, why are they wearing tuxedos? I did not. <laughs> I did not hit her. I, I did. did not. Oh, hey, Mark. this is bullshit. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen it? You guys have t- told me about, a lot about <laughs> oh, it, and I think you might have played some of it for me or something. But yeah, it's just uh, nothing is linear. It seems it is so weird. There's one scene where they're all wearing tuxedos for no apparent reason. It seems, and they're ta- they're always tossing a football around. Yeah, badly. Like none of them have ever played. He, football. He's like a muscular. I want to be American. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like a muscular, taller, non bearded version of Yakov Smirnov. What a country! I mean, he's it's <laughs> all the American things he's trying to throw in one fucking movie. You know, he's just in love with American culture. Is what it is. That's what it seems like. Yeah, he's just. Like they're throwing the football around, and none of them can throw it, and like the they they're they're calling a guy a chicken instead of going buck, 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 buck. Cheap, go, cheap, cheap 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 you're a chicken cheap 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 <laughs> it's just so fucking dumb I love it so much <laughs> and what it, what makes it great is the guy that made it he's in the movie Tommy Wiseau he thinks it's amazing this is this does he is, still think it's good. He, he's accept, sort of accepted that it's a comedy now. Oh, okay, but he thinks what he did is an artistic achievement that likes has, has never been seen before. But it's not, and <laughs> so that's what makes it the best. Yeah, he's not the brightest. It's it's being taken not. He wants it to be taken seriously as a big art piece, but it's just not. But it kind of is in a way. I don't know. It's so bad. I love yeah. it so much. Anybody got any umbrage, umbridge? Just what I was saying earlier, the uh, the fact that DC is oh, yeah. completely fucked their live action. And they've made two good movies out of how many now? Four or five? Let's see. Dawn of Justice, Man of Steel, um, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Batman versus Superman is on Justice. I said Dawn of Justice. Justice League. Justice League. Um, Shazam. Six movies, two good ones. Shazam and uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. I still like Man of Steel. It's been so long since I've seen it, but I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's awful. It's so bad. It. You're a faggot. You shut your mouth. It's so bad. I'm going to punch you in the head. Anyway, if there's no umbrage, I think we can call this an episode. Yeah, got to go to week. All right, uh, John, you got a song you want to play? Sure. Fuck yeah. Thanks for listening, you bunch of queeves. Tell your friends, share this on the social media. I was alerted that if we share our own page, that uh, knocks it down and uh, less people will see it. So you guys share 
whenever we put it out. Okay? Thanks a lot. Love you. Bye. Bills out.